and joining us to talk about it is our cricketing commentator, the voice of cricket right here on SENZ. Gosh, we're lucky to get him on. Well, less than half an hour after the fact, Daniel McCarty, come on in and celebrate with us. What about that? I don't know how players deal with stress, but how do you deal with stress? Because I am so strung out. I feel like I've had about 15 cups of coffee in the last 20 minutes. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm a little bit emotional watching that. Yeah. Just incredible. Because you know this, it's a privileged position what we do covering yeah. live sport. I'm going to cherish today, I'm going to cherish the last five days for as long as I live, and I hope that's a very long time. This was, was truly extraordinary. Dan, how talk, does this one, oh, how does this sorry, test Kev. rank uh, in terms of victories and this black cap side? Where does it rank for you? Well, it's the freshest in the memory and the most extraordinary of circumstances. Mm. It's going to be right up there for anyone who was at this ground over the five days. Uh, the tension was almost unbearable at times inside the Basin Reserve over the last couple of hours, the swings, the roundabout. The, the subplots, not only today, just throughout this whole Test match, it, I know there's nothing really riding on it. World Test Championship points aren't up for offer. But we've drawn a series um, against England, meaning they haven't won here since 2008, meaning we now haven't lost 11 straight series at home. That's something to be proud of. But the game itself, simply the game itself, just uh, 21 for three both teams were in the first innings. I don't know how we got to day four, let alone day five. <laughs> and we were, we, we, were, we were at tea on day number five. It's a, a truly, truly magnificent spectacle. Well done to England. But, boy, shouldn't we be proud of the way this New Zealand side has fought back? They, they look like England were going to steamroll away a bit like they did late in the first test match. But the fighting quality, as I just said to the talk sport guys of the United mm. Kingdom, and I must admit, it was a bit of a thrill being around English uh, commentators when New Zealand <laughs> won that game. We, yes, we, might, we, might be, we might be little old New Zealand at the bottom of the world, but boy, our sporting teams have huge hearts, mm. and they really showed that today. Okay, talking about Hugh Hart, obviously you were actually in interviewed by myself and Ricardo there not so long ago, and Ricardo was pushing the pushing the envelope as far as getting rid of one of the great storylines of today. Yes. And uh, the champion uh, fast bowler of ours, Wagner, talk to us about that storyline because, I mean, as you quite rightly pointed out a week ago, if not Wags, then who? But how close do you think it was the end for him? But then today he just shows what a great bowler he's been for us and uh, long may it continue. Beef, one spell. That's how close it was. One spell. Wow. I, I felt Neil Wagner speaking to, to Steve Harmison last night, to, to a lot of other fine cricketing minds at the ground this morning. The question was England what needed 200-odd runs. He's gone at over six runs and over in this series. If he came out and England went after him and he was going at six runs, seven runs and over, could New Zealand afford to bring him back for a second spell? Um, you know, you know 200 is not a, a massive amount of runs to play with. Uh, it was going to be tricky today. So I, I think it was that fine a margin for Neil Wagner. The first spell, he did very well at controlling the scoring rate. OK, Joe Root hit him away for a couple of a boundaries through point, but Joe Root was hitting everyone. To, to the fence throughout this test match, 153 and 95. That guy's awesome out of interest, if you haven't been paying attention. Uh, so, yeah. so he did a really good job in that first uh, first spell. That bought him the second, and that's the storybook sort of finish, isn't it? The, the movie script. 11 overs unchanged from the Vance stand in. He had great rhythm. 
that the bouncer was zipping on, it was skidding on. He gets Stokes out second ball. He gets Root out. Uh, I think the second time he's trying to play a pull stroke against them, and that's the heart of the English run chase. Um, that's the class. That, that's the two players that England rely on as their security blanket in, in big moments. Stokes and, and Root gone, Neil Wagner. Let's not forget the Wagner catch too yes. at fine leg. Uh, folks, folks whips him away. It's travelling quite low trajectory, and he gets down, takes a two hand. So he's gobbled them up. He had, he had that million dollar smile. Um, <laughs> Neil Wagner, we know off the field, is just a gentleman. But today he was able to to light that furnace again to to white hot rage and had the skill to back it up. And you know, four for sixty is going to live long for many people's memories. Dan, I know today is all about the Black Caps, but since you've been on with TalkSport, I just wanted to ask, what's the reaction been like from England, from the Barmy Army? Uh, did they make a mistake in forcing the follow-on? What's been said? Oh, there, there, there's always hindsight cricket captains around every cricketing ground. Um, <laughs> here, at the, here, within the TalkSport commentary team, Steve Harris and Michael Atherton, uh, I think they felt England made the right decision. I agree with them. The day three was the best bowling day. Uh, it moved around. England were a bit unlucky. I, I thought maybe they bowled a touch short. But they bet the bat so many times, caught the edge so many times. They went straight to ground, often those nicks. Any other day, they could have had New Zealand six or seven down. Uh, they bowled really well on that third day. But when it flattened out, New Zealand were good enough to make them pay. And, and you know, I'm, I'm sure Michael Bracewell is feeling rather good how this Test match finished uh, because he was the story. He was the story an hour before yeah. Neil um, Wagner, wasn't he, after the run out? Because that sparked a calamitous end today, number four. New Zealand had not only made the English attack tired, they were toast. They were barbecued at that stage. Mm-hmm. Jack Leach was the only option they could go to. And the run out sparks that collapse and England are back in it. So, again, another little chapter of. I'm sure someone's going to write a book about this. Oh, it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. Dan, it's fantastic to have you on and get your instant reaction. We appreciate you so much and we love your work. Thank you so much for your time.